We are truly in the company of cinematic royalty on this latest episode of Soundtracking as Keanu Reeves joins John Wick director Chad Stahelski to discuss chapter three of the hugely enjoyable franchise. Theirs was very much a partnership forged during the filming of the Matrix trilogy on which Chad worked as both a stuntman and stunt coordinator. When Keanu received the script for Wick, he invited Chad on board, who in turn enlisted the services of composer Tyler Bates and Joel J. Richard. They provided the scores for all three movies, and as ever, you'll hear plenty of their work sprinkled throughout the conversation, as well as a couple of classic needle drops from The Matrix. Before that, though, a word from our good friends at Craft Gin Club. Now, there's nothing better than settling down to watch a good movie at home with your favourite tipo. So we're more than happy to point you in the direction of the UK's number one subscription service for gin lovers. And as fans of Soundtracking, we're giving you the chance to sign up for membership and get 50% off your first order. Delivery is free. All you've got to do is head to craftginclub.co.uk, use the code SOUND50, sit back, plan your film viewing and wait for delivery. Each month, the box is carefully curated and includes a hand-picked bottle of craft gin and paired mixers in order to create delicious cocktails. The box also includes sweet and savoury treats to satisfy your taste buds and a magazine containing a wealth of recipes and articles about the industry. There are three membership options, monthly, bi-monthly or quarterly, and you can cancel any time. So head to craftginclub.co.uk and use the code SOUND50 to take advantage of this great offer. I reckon John Wick could do with a stiff G&T after all he's been through, but with every hitman in New York out to get him, it's been quite the journey, which began musically with Tyler and Joel's main theme from the original movie. Keanu, welcome to Soundtracking. Um, Thank you. Hello. One thing of many that you do well and have done well in your John Wick films is appreciate a good score and the good use of music. Using Tyler and Joel throughout the, the whole films, uh, all three films, there's a familiarity there in terms of kind of themes that you have and that you use. But I wanted to go back, if that's all right, to the first sure. film. I mean, you took the script to Chad, so you had an idea in your head of this 
this character and this film and what you wanted to be. And I, I wanted to know if music was something that you'd thought about when you know, as you read the script and then Chad, when you came on board, when you started to think about how you wanted this music to fit into the story and, and who you approached and why these guys were the right ones. Yeah, when I first got the script, I loved it. It was a wonderful character. And in terms of music, musicality, the first John Wick has a, a real powerful theme of grief and love in it. And then there's this expression of violence. And both, I think, are a threnody of the spheres, right, in terms of human states and condition and the musicality of, of emotion. And knowing Chad and how he spoke about action and story, I was really excited by the idea that, that he would direct John Wick and, and did. And in terms of what the literalness of that sound was i'll hand it back to you chad <laughs> honestly when my partner dave leach and i took the movie we were really excited we were really interested in creating this like subversive world yeah and doing like the mythology realm to it and taking a really interesting character that like can express was dealing with love and fate and grief so anyways we ended up shooting the film we ended up really liking the visuals of it we liked where the character was going but to be brutally honest you know everything we thought the film was going to, it kind of took on its own life. Amazing. It was our first time directing. So yeah. like tone was always the, the issue. Like how do you ride the tongue? Cause it could have gone a very serious revenge film. It could have been very grounded. And we ended up finding like what now is our, I think are one of our most defining factors is the tone of the film. Yeah. And every preconceived notion we had of music in that <laughs> literally was, was going out the window every day. And oh, was, wow. the movie was taking on its own life. using you know when you, you put a film together in post you, you do temp music yeah you put someone else's music and you try to find it but the way Keanu was playing wick and the, the way we flipped the worlds halfway through, mm -hmm. or at least in the first third of the film it was weird everything we tried from rock to clap nothing really fit mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, ended up hiring Tyler Bates who we were huge fans with way before that I had actually met Tyler way back on 300 when I was just a stuntman and loved his world because he, he was very big into world building such a great great score
And we confessed our our concerns to Tyler going, look, this is a weird tone film. This is something different that we haven't experienced before. And it keeps shaping itself as we go. There's grief and there's this wacky kind of humor and there's this intense action. And to ride that line of, like Camilla said, that sudden violence, <laughs> the explosion of character that, that genre goes through. And Tyler helped us really find and thread this mm -hmm. weird ethereal beat. It's almost a juxtaposition. You know, sometimes you'll hear action and be like this techno electronic beat. And we went the opposite way that kind of focused more on, on the character and what you're seeing visually. Film, there's the scene where you are in a I guess it's kind of like a, a weapons museum I guess is kind of how I would describe it. It's a safe room. Okay <laughs> and at one point there's no music and that is so powerful. Well, so the You're talking the antique The antique store. Oh, yeah, antique. yeah yeah yeah. I'm sorry I stand corrected. <laughs> that is an antique store. Yeah. That is a yeah, weapons the, section. There, there's a fair store. few you know weapons in the film so but yeah, yeah in this particular scene there's a bit where there's no music and that's as powerful and making those decisions to not have it kind of embraced by music is as is as kind of I imagine difficult as choosing when to have music. That was kind of cool. We knew that I knew that early on that I didn't want to or wasn't going to use music. Yeah, we found out through a lot of experimentation, trial and error on the Wick set because of the way John Wick uses weapons and guns and and the because we don't edit a lot in fight scenes. It's got its own sound design to it. Yeah. The, the clack, clack, clack of the guns, the bang, 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 bang. There's a rhythm there. And if you put too much music under it, it actually disturbs the rhythm. So we actually use the gunfire and Keanu's reloads and the, and the fight beats as part of the driving beat. And then when we saw Keanu do the early rehearsals in the knife fight, it was just, it's pretty, <laughs> when it goes, it's pretty relentless. Yeah. And I, it creates its own rhythm. Yeah. And the pauses and the dead beats of just hearing the rain and the thump, thump, thump with the knives was. And the human uh, kind of. I mean, I'm yeah, not going to do the, one of the noise, the but you know that, but those kind of, you know, that kind of stuff. And like you say in this sort of swipe the blades as they meet and stuff as well. It kind of does everything that a score a would do. Is, uh, you know, that's the, the benefit of having, you know, someone like Keanu that's so talented in the choreography is a lot of the Wick fights are about the looks that Keanu shares <laughs> yeah. with the cast. Yeah, yeah. John Wick's focus on what yeah. he's doing. There's a lot of big screen acting in there. <laughs> There's a lot of multiple attackers at you in this in in this film as well i love these films and I, i've just cool, really enjoyed thanks. the journey that we go on with with john as well it's a brilliant character you've created but what does john wick listen to what's john wick's 
go to music. Oh my gosh! I what would he? Okay, so if, he's, if he if he had earbuds in yeah, and he was he, running down the street yeah. what on would, that flight what would to Casablanca, what was he listening well, on that to on the to, flight? Hmm. I don't. What would he? No, I, I, I think it was like classical, like something. Yeah. Because when at strings. the end when Winston puts that maybe record strings. on, strings, Sad maybe cello, maybe some Bach. Very emotional. Yeah. I, I like that idea. Some Stravinsky. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know which Stravinsky, yeah. but Stravinsky. Eric Satie. That's who John oh, Wick would be listening to. <laughs> okay. Good call. Some Satie. Okay. And you get, thank you, you get, we get that scene where, I'm not used to this. Where, where Winston goes and puts the record on whilst he has himself a cognac while there's all sorts going on. Don't want to give anything away. What is that anyone. piece? It's That's for Vivaldi. Four seasons. It's for four seasons. It's winter and spring. Yeah. It's beautiful. Nice. Was that an easy, you know, having kind oh, of needle drops? That's one of my drops. favorite ever. We use a little Vivaldi and John Wick 2 too mm-hmm. for the museum. So.
in John Wick 2 as well, just going back to that as well, um, there's a great collection of scenes in the catacombs as well where you have a band playing. But in John Wick 2 of having that band playing, is it the catacombs somewhere it is? Car Calabas. Car- yeah. yeah. That's an amazing... That's, our act- that's Tyler Bates on guitar. Is it? That's Tyler Bates and Cassandra. She's actually the real singer. Yeah. So how do you go about creating kind of that because there's this wonderful kind of kind of almost carnival sort of feel to it and then when the kind of fight comes out and falls out into it and there's kind of cheers going on when it's brilliant but kind of choreographing all that with a band a real life band within the center of it was that an easy thing to to kind of create um, it's a lot easier than horses and dogs I'll tell you that. <laughs> um no Keanu and i always talked about like well let's make it like a rock opera nice you know in life like you know, Keanu comes from a very musical background, and yeah. I've always wanted to do a music video that shot something like that. And when you go into Caracalla, it's just an amazing place. Mm-hmm. Because we did the club scene in number one, and we're like, well, what's, how do we blow that away? Mm-hmm. And it was like a live performance in Rome with a gunfight that leads into catacombs, and it just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> John Wick and music goes, but like, again, it's it's having Tyler and Cassandra. Yeah who come out with this like and it really it was conceived to be a rock opera something really cool visually that lent to the fight version of something in the way she moves as well why that particular track it, it's got a swagger to it. it you know it's we keep saying it's just wick the tone is yeah. odd so we try to find those odd moments mm-hmm. to go
hearing, <clears throat> and I know that there's months prior to when the camera starts rolling to to get these these fight scenes kind of nailed. And I heard you kind of describe it as kind of you know. If you go and watch a ballet, they've got, to get, they've got to nail it. They've got to get it right. And I guess that's the same way that you approach those scenes. When you're preparing for it, they're so rhythmical. They're so fluid and like a dance. Do you ever have music as a kind of, to help with that rhythm? Or is that anything? During filming, I mean, we had playback in chapter two and that sequence that Chad's talking about. Yeah. That was fun. And then there's oftentimes music while we're training. Yeah. But actually on chapter three, it was odd. It started, I was just like, we don't need music today. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was odd. It was like started with generally the music in the dojo or where we were training. But by the end, it was just silence. Yeah, it's kind of got its own rhythm. Like, again, uh, it's hard because most people don't see the rehearsal stages of things. Yeah. But when you start going, there's, I don't know, it's kind of a cool, the gym rhythm. Stunt yeah. guys hitting the floor. Like, when you get into all the gunplay and you actually listen to it, one thing, one of many, but like Keanu's really good at the reloads and the click, 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 and you just get addicted to the slide. There's a lot of it's like beatboxing. There's a there's a yeah. lot of rhythm and beat to gunplay. Yeah, the way we do it in like, and it's kind of addictive when you start getting the into the holster and then. Yeah, uh, right, well then that's that kind of speaks to if you don't yeah. mind just how you amplify when you do the sound design. Yeah, yeah. speak about the sound design. If you don't. Yeah, not at all because they because that's the the clever thing of not knowing where one ends and the other starts. You know, they in terms of the should, seamless. Yeah, they should actually have a synergy between them. We have a, a guy named Mark Steckinger who is our sound design guy, and he did a lot of research into three gun, which is the, the sport phase of the the firearms tactical stuff we do. And it's got its own rhythm. And the trick with sound design and music is not to step on each other to enhance. And most gunfights are just pull the trigger, pull the trigger. We have the reloads, the down, the restrapping, the different guns, and the impact sounds that we're using, and the ricochets. And he's very, very good at taking a musical measure or a musical theory behind it. Mm -hmm. And again, if you just heard the dailies without without any sound design or anything, there is a bit of there's a rhythm there. Yeah. You know? The way it's designed, the way he's moving, the way he's throwing the stunt guys around, click, click, click. That's already kind of built in. Yeah. And Mark's job is just to do it, and Tyler's job is to enhance, but without stuff. You have no idea what's coming. Mr. Witt broke the rules. I trust you understand the repercussions if he survives. John Wick, excommunicado, is now in effect. You shouldn't be here. Nice suit. Good to see you too. I need your help. After this, we are less than even. There's no escape for you. The high table wants your life. Would you help set the mood for our new guest? Let us begin. Our services still off limits to me. What do you need? Guns. Lots of guns. You think you can take John Wick? You got a nasty surprise coming. I've been looking forward to meeting you. For a long time. Push out! 
so far, you haven't disappointed. We can keep this up as long as you'd like. But this only ends one way. This for what? Because of a puppy? Wasn't just a puppy. At what point does Tyler come on board? Is he there whilst you're shooting? Is he part of... Wasn't there when we shot a little bit on number two was obviously on that. Yeah. Number three, we brought him in very, very early on. Once we had done a really rough temp pass on the sound. Yeah. So we could start designing the music again because we had learned our lesson about how sometimes music can contradict what's already there. And while John Wick 3 has a lot of me, I think we have over 100 minutes of music mm-hmm. in, in John Wick 3. A lot of the action beats are very carved down. Like the Riyadh only has small, the dogfight only has small amounts. The knife fight is empty. There's only ethereal or atmospheric music in the glass house until the one fight scene you know a lot of times it's meant just to stay out of the way and give a mood more than than contradict yeah. kind of transition when when you arrive in Casablanca as well and that kind of shift in the music and it's it's really you kind of feel warmer you know yeah. as you kind of which is you're meant to do it's yeah. a complete palette change. yeah it totally and that scene of you kind of going up the dunes and stuff is absolutely awesome. beautiful it's so brilliant that was a last minute grab shot sun was setting and Keanu and I were on the other side of the desert and we saw the other side it. of the <laughs> desert no <laughs> it, it was about 15 minute drive away yeah we over there just drop him with a helicopter. Yeah, I was sitting <laughs> yeah. on the dune and he saw one of the stuntmen climbing up the ridge just to, you know, we're testing to see if we get some shot. And he's yeah. like, what's that guy doing? I was like, oh, he's got a client. He's like, I want to do it. <laughs> we're like, really? You don't want to do that? And he's like, no, I do. And I was like, no, you don't. Wow, you're still saying and that. I love that you're still saying oh, that. Oh, no, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> literally got in the dune buggy and went over there and it was like, run up there. <laughs> Here comes the drone. Because it, it, it ended up being one of the best shots. In beautiful.
with each film it's kind of like there's more put on John Wick, you know, in terms of <laughs> there there's, there's, there's just kind of, okay, more that. people, more weapons sort of thing as well. To say you look like you're having fun. That's I not, am having fun. Great. That's brilliant. No, I mean, my gosh, what a, what an extraordinary opportunity. I mean, to, I love the character. I love the world. I love Chad's vision, the characters. I'm a fan of John Wick. And so for me to have the opportunity to run up a dune in a suit or <laughs> all of these fight sequences or, you know, the fighting for your one's life, for love. I mean, gosh, come on. It's, it's, it's really I think people fun. keep asking us why we go back to the John Wick. Why don't you go do that? It's honestly, I think most of John, it's Keanu and I sitting with a notebook going, what do you love about movies? I mean, what other yeah. project lets us be so collaborative? It's I like mean, a toy box. It's, it I mean, is. literally, came to me is like, so, you know, we started at the beginning. It was like, okay, what are you good at? Make a list. This is what we're doing. It's like, John Wick in a horse. John Wick in a suit in a desert. <laughs> and you get to have a fight. Chad's with ninjas on motorcycles. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Like, in your film. element. Yeah. Absolutely loving that. But I think Ken was right. Like, we just make stuff that we want to see, that we like to see. Yeah. yeah and hope for the best. <laughs> well, I remember one. I actually tried to you for the first film. And at the end of the interview, I was like, are they going to be more? And you're like, well, I don't know if any. Hopefully people are going to go and see it. Here we are on, on film three and very much set up for four as well. Hopefully. You're hopefully, silently nodding. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully the <laughs> audience will like I it. I just wanted to have a holiday first. Though. It's kind of like, go back to Casablanca and just take a little bit of time out for Chill. Yeah, exactly. Can I talk a little bit just about The Matrix before we go? Because that's where you guys met. And I've heard you say that if you guys hadn't met on that film and, and been part of that film, John Wick probably wouldn't be here sort of thing. I think yeah, that's fair to that's say. Tr- yeah, that's yeah? true. Yeah. And it was, I, I kind of watched back some stuff from, from the, the first film, actually, in, in terms of music as well. And, and there was just some incredible scenes where the, the gun scene in the, where the, the, the kind of pillars are getting mm, blown to smithereens and that propeller heads tracks. That's an amazing example mm. of, of how music is just <laughs> we still bow down i know but it starts with that hammer sound right mm-hmm. when neo and trinity are walking into the building with the footsteps yeah <laughs> that movie still holds up and still gives me chills one of my favorite all-time films it's, it's when was the last time you watched it literally two weeks ago amazing keanu um the, from start to finish probably over 10 years whoa Oh, you should give yourself the luxury of watching it again because it's... It's a good movie. It's a, it's the, <laughs> the guy yeah. plays Neil is great. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a great film. Would you please remove any metallic items you're carrying? Keys, boost change...
such a, a, um, a kind of forward-thinking film in terms of, of the way that it, it kind of used Still. music in those scenes of action and, you know, using a combination of score and needle drops and stuff so perfectly as well. Did you agree? I would agree. Chelsea. Yeah. Perfect movie. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's a really good... I mean, it kind of is, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, and it's... I mean, what they did with the genre and philosophy, the the entertainment, the music, the sound, the action, the cinema, technologically with visual effects, synthesizing this all together for a, an experience. It has not been done that often to that level. What other film in the last 20 years has been? I mean, think about every movie that looks like it since. Yeah. Color I- framing units. And even if you hear certain tracks like that Club to Death, that Rob Dugan track, the first thing I think about is Matrix. You know, it's not about seeing that track played live or having an experience with that track. It's about that film. That's that's kind of the power of that Mm -hmm. synergy of those two things, I think, is a great example of it. very dubious about the Bill and Ted thing. You were like, no one cares. I'm like, yes, they do. And here we are. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's happened. Well, well knock on wood. We'll, we'll <laughs> see if it happens. But um, yeah, we're trying. Great. Um, yeah. John Wick 4 is a gore then? We, uh, we're going to we'll have see. some more? We have no idea. Yeah, we're, we're just hoping that we can release John Wick 3 and people like it. I so think we will. It's great to chat to you guys. Thank you so much for your time and congratulations again. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you very much. Chapter 3, Parabellum. That's the opening titles by Tyler Bates and Joel J. Richard running off this latest episode of Soundtracking with Chad Stahelski and Keanu Reeves. 
My huge thanks to Chad and Keanu for taking the time to talk to us. John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum is on general release around the world now. We've put up a Spotify playlist for the show, which you can access via edithbowman.com. My website is also the place to catch up with all of our previous episodes and subscribe to the podcast with iTunes or your preferred provider working just as well. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. We are at Soundtracking UK. And don't forget to head to craftginclub.co.uk to check out that special introductory offer. Next up, sees the return of the ever-entertaining Guy Ritchie to discuss his take on Aladdin. I very much look forward to the pleasure of your company then. (laughs) 